Okay, third shir mesat to the Shmayan, the sugi of tefillah according to the Basham Tavakadosh. Just a quick chazar of the first two shiurim. The first shiur, we discussed the important side that tefillah, the institution of tefillah, this avayda, is on behalf of the Shechina Ktaisha. It's not for our needs, it's Latsarach Givaya. It's a tool which Gadosh Baruch created through this mechanism, this avayda called tefillah, we're able to be poyal, the tachlis ha'ilam, and that's considered to be the ikra avayda bizmanazeh, like the Balatanya taught us and other tzaddikim, the Ariya Kadesh, Chaim Vital. The Tamatarek is absolutely true, but these dairis before coming in Mashiach, the avayda of tefillah is the most crucial and the most ikra. Second shir, we discussed that Yes, davening for the Shekhinah Daisha is a lechatechila, and everybody should strive to do so. Al Kaponim, every single tefillah is beloved, is heard, accepted, etc. And that's very important, you so to understand that even if we go all the way up or all the way down, zikr yotzi the mitzvah of tefillah, but not all tefillahs are. Accepted the same, but every single one is chaviv and has its place. We have a few more yisoidus in these shiurim, but the topic of tefillah. And today we'll be moving on to the next topic, which is kavana. The chiddush of the Bashem Tov Kadesh in kavana, and it's not exclusive to the derech of the Bashem Tov. Per se, although we will see some some chidushim here, but the whole musag of kavana that we're accustomed to, that we've been taught, trained to be mechavin in our tefillah, needs an overhaul. And pinimis satayra is very different than what we would expect. If I were to ask you, what does it mean to be mechavin, to have kavana? No, family Perishamila. No? And that's certainly true, Alpi, Nigla Satyra, and even in Pimia Satyra, that everything begins with Perishamilas. How could we be talking to Gadish Baruch and not knowing what we're saying? So it's, it's important, it's imperative, it's crucial for us to know what the words mean in Davening. But that's all well and dandy as young children, as high schoolers, maybe even. As soon as we are ready for higher learning in, if we were, if, in, in Gemara, in Halacha, in Musr, in Chesidas, we're also ready for higher learning comes to Tefillah as well. So to, to accept and to think that having Perish Amilas for a Gansa, a Gantz 11 is going to be okay. We're holding ourselves back from real tefillah. Not just in Pneumius, but even in Halacha. We'll see soon the Lashon of the Shulchan Arach, what it means in Simen Tzadi Ches to be mispalo, to be mechavin. And I always say that there's a time and place for an art school sitter, even the interlinear ones. They're great. Teach us what the words mean. But 
It's Rachmanus if a person is using an art scroll linear scene in his entire life. It was meant for people who don't know what the words mean. Once a person knows what the words mean, it, for me it's painful and it's, it's gruesome to be able to, 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 to see the words and I know what the translation is. It, it's, it's holding me back. Like, I don't need, if I'm talking to somebody in English and somebody's giving a parish on what I'm saying, like, I don't need, you don't need a parish. Like, it's, it's what it says. Like, if I see the words, Baruch Hashem, I don't need the translation there which says, Blessed are you, Hashem. I, I don't need that. I know what that means. So as soon as we know what the words mean, it becomes kolamosif gareya. A person is ready for, for the next sitter, for the next depth in davening. So let's dig in, Mr. Shem, to, to the words of the Bashem Tava Kaddish. And um, we'll start with the first marmakam on the top right. And this is really going to be a, a marmakam to hold on to for this year and in future shurim the Gavit because it spells out a lot of the Yisraelis of the Basham Tav in passing, which we're going to need f- further in. This is from the Sefer Gulas Yisrael, writing out of space on the Marmakomas sheets. We had to copy with the Banam Marmakom on, on the, on the Marmakom. But it's from the Gulas Yisrael, B'Shem Reb Arm from Zitomer. And look what he says here. This should be very eye-opening for us. There are those that when they're oisik in the avoid of tefillah, him menagnim diburi hatefillah. They're singing away. That davening to them is, is about the trap and the tunes. What nigan you gonna sing here? What nigan you sing here? How you say hala halalukas? How you how you sing the halal? Like we just explained that, that their davening is how they get into it is through the nigun in which they sing it. And they think that, that they really know what it means to daven. They think that this is a hislava, so we'll bring them to hislavas, and that this is a big nachas ruach to Kodesh Baruch This is not the true way, to, to say it lightly. This is walking in the darkness. And they have not yet reached the true derech ha-emes in davening. Ready for this? At the time of davening, one needs to completely re- remove from himself all physicality of this world. Until he sees himself as if he's not in this world at all. That's Aleph. Bez. To say the words plain, without singing, without screaming, without dancing, Straight. Say the word straight. Base. Gimel. Ledabek ulakasher machshafto behaoisias hakdoishes. To attach oneself to the words, the letters themselves. This will be in Mitzvah Shem the next year or the one after. Again, he's passing through major sugyas in, in the Derech of the Bosham Tov. Dalid. Lehavin perish hamilas hakdoishes. That's a given. And then go ahead and rewrite. And we're going to focus on this so that hopefully we have time in the latter part of this year. The Ozma Mela Pisaim, all of a sudden, 
Yislakach v'yislaha b'ish l'heves l'heves. He will be set on fire with the fire of Hashem. Ha'avares ha'yira v'ha'ava with the fire of love and the fire of fear. Ilon, heavenly one. Ba'oiz v'atzum ad ma'oid with great strength and power. Ad ma'oid. Period. This is the way of light, of truth, in the derech of davening. Shashamati v'kibalti is a haderech hakadosh mimayri harav, the barditchever. Rabbi Aaron from Zitimer was a talmud, one of the talmidim of Hakim was the barditchever. V'hu kilo mimagin hamagin mimezuz, and he received this tradition from the magid, and he was makabel this from the Baal Shem Tov Hakadosh. Who was Makabal this from Achia Hashilaini, who was the Rebbe of the Basham Tavakadash, although they didn't live at the same time. Achia Hashilaini lived in the time of the Nevi'im, but that's more of a discussion for the Toldus of the life of the Basham Tav. Shezehu haderech ha'amiti b'avadasa yisbarach. This is the derech of Tvila, according to the Basham Tavakadash. His pashtus agashmias, to free oneself from the physicality, to say the words, b'koldibar b'pashat, to attach oneself to the holy letters of Torah and Tefillah and to understand the parish Amilas. Now, of course, in order to do that, if we're seeing right now a new definition of Kavana, that yes, Kavana means to be Machab in the parish Amilas, but that's like freshy level. But there's more. We have to graduate and go on to the next Ayimek and Kavana Satfila. These are things which a person just can't push a button and say, okay, ready to daven, hispashtas agashmias. Vroom, taking off my, my, my physical body, I'm going to go hang it up, be ready for davening. It's a lifestyle. Kavana is a lifestyle. And that's exactly how the Mekubalim explained Kavana, Hashem and Sosang, but that when the Arashash or the Arizal say, here to be machavin. Chavin means hispashtas agashmias. Here you focus on removing yourself from the physical world. What it means to attach oneself to the osios haktoshos going to be masbir and Hashem. But this is something which has to be on a person's radar that if a person wants to be mispalo properly, it's about living a life of kedusha, living a life of tahara. Like the tzaddikim saying, we can't bring every single Maramakam, but the Basham Tov taught that if a person wants to honestly daven, like a, like a tzaddik is supposed to daven, he can't be a person engrossed in, in, in the physical temptations, and as kosher as they may be. It's kadosh ha'as Not that a person, because he, he enjoys davening, or he, he learns the svarim of davening, means he's going to be a great davener. A person who wants to enter into the world of tefillah, it requires him to be a very high person, as we see over here. So for the first three columns or so, we're going to focus on this Nakuda of his Pashto Sagashmias. Let's see the next Maramakam. I think this is from the Toldus Yaakov Yosef, but in order to make room, I had to cut off the bottom. Im'ena nili mili, Mishnan Avos. If I'm not for myself, then who is for me? means exactly that, that a person, he, he removes himself, he removes the guf, and he doesn't feel as if he's any metzius in this world. 
If I come to this level that I don't even know whether I'm in this world or not. I'm not going to be afraid anymore of during davening or bichlal. This is not just a Maramokam Lagabitvila, but it's explaining his Pashas Lagashmias. And again, Rabbi say, we're talking about very big Madrigas. But we're talking about these Sodas of the Baal Tov, what it is that the Baal Shem Tov taught in davening, in a way of life. Is he specifically talking about during Shemana Esrei or the entire span of davening? So that's, it means Davka during Shemana Esrei. And we'll see in my Makam on that, I, I believe, a little bit later. It's, it's specifically during Shemana Esrei. However, how much a person is a tzaddik, it can begin before davening and any part of davening. But yet, the Baal does teach that a person it, it can't expect to be in a state of espashas agashmis the entire davening. And if you're taking yourself out of this world, then how are you davening for the things you need? Why, who says you're davening for things you need? Yeah, you set yourself up for that one. Don't you know? That's why this is the, fir- the third year, not the first year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Zerah Kodesh teaches us, and Tzadikim all say that Tfilah is a Shas Melchama, and the Melchama B'Shas Tfilah is against the Machshav Zaras which are coming in. A person, if he doesn't realize that the Machshav Zaras are, are foreign, foreign beings, they're, 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 they're enemies, they're intruders, which are coming into Tfilah which don't belong, and we have to make a Melchama against them. And a person just, he lays down his arms and he says, okay, I'm thinking about this, I'm just going to ride it, and what am I supposed to do? I, I, can't, I can't deal with it. No. It, it requires mysterious nafish. And the tzaddikim are always thinking, how am I going to pot myself? How am I going to free myself from Akshav Azaras during davening? Every single person has it. Tzaddikim have it even more than regular people, believe it or not. Because those machshavas come for a tikkum to the tzaddik. Is, but, is it something like maybe you should have a mindset before you even start the davening? Of course. Kind of Absolutely. For- Absolutely. We're only talking right now about the sodas of actual davening. But if we were going to take a series on tefillah, which this is not, we would talk about the hachanas for davening as, 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 as the first year. Because davening will only be as good as the hachana is. As you see here, espashas akashas doesn't just come by the push of a button. It means that, what is a person doing before davening? In, in the Sefer of the Baal Shem Tov, which these Marmakomas come from, and there's, 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 I don't know, 70, 80 pages. We're taking just some of it. But there's a whole section about kaidam ha what does it mean, Kaidamat Tfilah? What a person should say, what a person should learn, what he should do, which is all a hachana for this. So we're just talking about the Asodis, but you know, it's always nice to talk Lamaisa, but again, this is not so Lamaisa because although we should have Shi'ifas to be able to be Mespala like this, and, and we may have flashes of it, and there may be times like that, but when we're trying to appreciate the Madriga, the Tamid Basham Tov, who they were, and the great Sadiq, and not just Tamid Basham Tov, what it means that they were Machaf, and we're talking about. People who uh, we'll see on the, on the on the back page, Hashem, like unbelievable dargas. But you're absolutely right. We this it would require if it was a shir on tefillah, what is done before davening. This is a chesed that tzaddik makes. If I can make myself completely ayin in this world, like I'm not in the oil mazeh, then I don't have to be worried about machshav azaras. Easy, easy solution. Vizehu mili. That's what it means. Who am I? If I'm an anili, if I have a spashas agashmias, then I won't have to deal with the machshavas zaros which enter into my mind during davening. That's how they told the Sakhav Yosef Taich from the Vashemtiv, the Mishnah Navas. 
However, if I think that I'm something, meaning if I'm contemplating Yichud Ilah, Hashem's all-encompassing oneness, that he's the only Metzias, then what am I? It's not a trick, Rabbi. Remember, this is all Yisraelis of Emunah that I'm bringing, I'm bringing to the standard during davening. This is the eighth of the tzaddik to patter himself for the machshav zaros is to come to a place of hispashas agashmias. That's one reason why there should be hispashas agashmias. Just to deal with those machshav zaros is kadai. Now this world of Hispashas Agashmias, we might as well just see the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch because as we'll see in this Lashon here at the bottom right corner, many of the Yisaitis that we had mentioned from Rabbi Aram B'Zitimer are found in the actual Shulchan Aruch itself. You take a look here on Simon Tzadi Ches, HaMispalot Tzarech Shechavim, Belibay, Perish HaMilos, Shemaiti B'Tzvasav. That's basic, that's why it's brought down first when it comes to the Hilchus Tzvila, what it means to be Mechavim, Perish HaMilos is first and foremost. Which, according to the, the Bashemta, we would say means also not just standing in front of the Shekhinah, but also davening for the Shekhinah. That's why you're standing in front of the Shekhinah, because it's for it. And to awaken Kavana. Now, look what happens here. To remove all of the Machshavos which busy us. Until the machshava and the kavana is crystal clear, he should think to himself: If I had to sit, stand in front of a, a physical human king, I would certainly prepare the words and know what I'm saying and how to say them properly. He knows all of our thoughts. We have to prepare our thoughts too. Those are like spoken He understands everything we think. Like the Gemara says about the Chasidim Harishonim, Shachayim is Baidenim or Machavnim Bisfilasim that they would prepare themselves for davening. Ad Shachayu Magim Lespashtes Hagashmias. This isn't a Kabbalah sefer. This is Shachan Aruch. Or Lehisgabras Kayach Hasikli and to raise up to strengthen the Kayach Hasichel. Ad Shachayu Magim Karv Lamalas Hanavua. Vim Tavod Lamachshava Cherev Pusach Atfila. And if a person has a machshava acheres which enters into his mind during davening, yishtoik ha-machshava. Deal with it. Don't just say, okay, it came in and I'm, I'm just going to go. This is, this is an enemy which has entered into our territory. We have to get, get rid of it somehow. And to contemplate, to think about things which bring us to hachnoas halev, which we'll see in a moment. And the Ramah adds, V'yachshav koidam ha-tfila. There's an avaydi here before davening too. V'roimim as ha-kel yisad. This is a very important yisod in chasidus especially. Like we said before, koidam ha-tfila avoda. To think about the greatness of Hashem. U'beshiflis ha-adam. And how lowly we are. V'yachshav kol tanugi ha-elam i-liba. And all the tanugim which we have in this world, we have to remove them. And that's why the Sfarim say that it's also to eat and to drink before davening. It's not just a matter of the chashivus of davening. What are your priorities? It's about how could you daven? How could you remove your goal? How could you, you, you take yourself out of this world if you've already given the gashmias to strike first? 
It's, it's the antithesis to what davening is about. If we understand that davening is about his pashta sagashmis, it's about removing oneself from his needs in this world, for his connection to this world, and he has what to do as a neshama during davening, and certainly eating something for davening will just, it binds us down and it won't allow it to happen. Every morning we wake up, we can say like we're fresh. We haven't tasted anything where we don't know what it means to taste. We're bria chadasha. But as soon as we allow that to come in, then we've chained ourselves down from what the davening is all about. Hmm? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that applies specifically to shachas. Although there is an Indian in halacha about eating before mincha and eating before ma'ariv, but shachas is considered to be the tefillah of the day from which the other tefillahs come from. So if you give that priority, then it leaves a raisham, and then mincha and ma'ariv, even though they're in the middle of a busy day, because there was a shachas which preceded it, they, they can be like awakened and revived on the level of shachas because there's a raisham of shachas left in that morning. That's like a bakitzer answer to something which needs more explanation. Let's go upstairs. We're talking about Hispashtis Sagashmias, we're talking about Kavana. Sometimes we, we'll throw in like Mara Makomis here just to be machazic ourselves a little bit. Oin Marumas Ba'is Test Tfila, Test, which stands for Tfila. This is from the Sefer Likutim Mikarim. That when a person first thing comes to Davin, he should have in mind that I'm freeing myself from everything in this world in Olam Hazeh. And that for us would be a very, a very good Hispashta Sagashimus, which means like not to get involved in, in the news before davening or, or, or having any workout or anything else before davening which, which will distract the person from that, that machshava before davening of I don't want to be involved, my mind to be, to be attached to the things of this world. The person says, I'm only going to focus on perish amilas, not just what the words mean, but I'm, not, I'm going to make sure that there are walls up which don't allow anything else to come in. That's a very good for us. Even without any fancy kavanas, anything else other than that. That's a tefillah which is neskabal beratzeh. Okay. That's that's a chizuk for us to know that if we can if we can even be makayim the first words of the shulchan aruch a perish amilas but like he said his pashta sagasmius but that a person doesn't allow anything to come in and he protects his world of that kavana that's already something special. Now. The Baal Shem Tov adds here a very important nekuda when it comes to his Pasha Sagashmis and Kavana, which is the following in Matsasi ben Kisvi Yad Kodcho, Shashar Besayu Bichil Alter Mevanst, from Yaakov Meap, to send in the middle of Baal Shem Tov, Kodesh on the Pasha, Heitivu Nogin Bisriya, Bezeloshana, Heitivu Nogin, Retzame, Imatem Raitim Shiyutvi Lasam Akumu Merot Lifnea Kodesh if you want that your Tila should be Neskabel, Heitivu, Bezeo Heitivu Nogin, Shatila Nikra Nogin, Betrua doesn't mean to sing it, like we saw before. Doesn't mean kavana is not about singing. Kavana is about trua, which the Svarim say means to break. Lev nishbar, as it says in pasuk, lev nishbar v'nidka lekim leisivze. This is a very wide topic in the Talmidim Bashemta, but it means to daven with a lev nishbar, with a broken up Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and it needs more eon. And the in itself, the Balatanya talks about it, and others. And then Belev Nishbar means that from the Nakuda Pnimi of the Lev. From that Emes, the Nakuda, the Nakuda of Machias, being Maspalat HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 
that everything superficial around my heart should not be what's daven to Baruch Hu, it should be purely, purely from the deepest place of who I am. Take a look at this next one, welcome from the Bashem Tov, the Mari Naim. It's such an unbelievable taich from the Bashem Tov HaKadosh. He's going on the singing of Lev Nishbar, as it says, of Lifni Hashpen that a person should pour out his heart, his conversation before Hashem. It's called Shvichus Hanafesh. It says, Hadam, Chazal say, not allowed to eat before davening, we've explained. Like pouring out of one's dam. And this is the Pshat Hadabah Shem Tov Taich. Shavchu damam kamayim svivoy sirushalayim ve'en kaira. David HaMelech says that about the Rishayim, that they spilled Jewish blood in the streets like water around the city of Yerushalayim and there was nobody to bury them. Look what the Baal Shem Tov does in this Pasuk. Shavchu damam kamayim is a Lashon of Tvila, like we said. Shivchu damam kamayim. Svivoy sirushalayim. Their davenings were saviv halev, around the heart. She'en dibori tvilas yotzi min halev. But it didn't come from the heart, just around the heart. But the heart wasn't in the davening. The dibur which was coming out of their mouths wasn't makusher to the oimek halev. And that's called saviv Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim means Yerushalayim, the nekudas halev, the pimis halev. And he's almost like explaining the reason why there was such a churban in Eretz Yisrael in Yerushalayim was because the davening was superficial. When there was a base of Mikdash, they were davening chitzonius. It wasn't a real davening. If it wasn't coming from the Pnim Yisraelay, that's called Shafchu Damim Kamayim Sevivo Yisraelayim, Ve'ein Kaiver, Perish, She'ein Kaiver V'chaiver Sadiber B'chidus Yisraelayim Sholev. It wasn't Pnimi, it wasn't in the Oymek. Rakmi in Asafa B'lachot, Echad B'peh V'ech B'lev. Mi'abba Shem Tov, Al-Yudei Shetzoakim L'Hashem Yisbarach Me'imke Yalev. Crying out to Kaddish Baruch Hu, screaming during davening, like we said before, that's not like kavana either. Adarabah, to say it bepashtas, bepitas. So where's the oimek? The oimek is if a person is tzoyek balev. Me'imke halev ayyidezen iskala hamaychin mechazek asimun. The Bashem Tov says that screaming during davening is not that Hashem is going to hear you better. The Gemara says that's mikatni amonat for a person to scream during davening. Why is a person, if he's davening dali, doing so? It's because davening like that is ma'ayur the kavana. It brings out one's attention and the oimek hatfilu when a person does so. Because emunah is totally in the peh, as it says, Odiya emunascha b'fi. And like he says here, and Rabbi Nachman says the same thing, if a person falls from emunah, the eitzah is to speak in emunah. If he speaks in emunah, then there'll be more his emunah. But tsa'aka believe. Tsa'aka believe because where there's a leiv nishbar, there's a tsa'aka. Tsa'aka has to be authentic and that sa'aka comes if a person understands what it means, the lev nishbar. It means the klipa around the lev. Like we said before, this is all associated with the spashta sagashmias because spashta means removing myself from the taivas of this world. Where world is taivas coming from? It comes from the lev, but real lev, the real oimek of a Jew, has kisufin and taivas for the ribonashalon and for tayr and tefillah and tanugim ruchniyah. But there's a klipa around the lev which is pulling us away and distracting us from what we're really yearning for. So we can't come to davening and, and allow that to be an interference. We need to break that klipa to be Magal the Oymek which really just wants to be Banishalaylam. But that comes with the tzaka. A person has to break that Lev Nishba. He has to break that klipa around the Lev. He has to make a Lev Nishba because there's this klipa on the heart which doesn't allow That's a tzaka belief. Take a look at the next one from Tzavos Rivasht where he echoes this idea. Tzarech Adam Lilmar Lahargil Asasmo she spalul afilo has miros bekol namuch. 
The Avening is not about screaming loudly. He should train himself to do so lowly. Like I heard from my Rebbe, my Rebbe he told me that he used to, da- he used to scream during davening a lot. Like in you know, Karlin, they, 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 they scream during davening. It's, it's a mahalach. There's something to be said about it. But the Basham Tafir says, but a person should train himself that he shouldn't need to do that his whole life. That's what my Rebbe said. I used to that, but now I daven completely quiet, he said. But, what? But he's still screaming. He's still screaming. Still screaming. How do one get to the stuff that comes in? It literally means that you're, like, you're just, you know, the heart's not going to scream. It's muscle. Heart doesn't have a feeling. Is that an emotion and a feeling? Or that's like a dargo? It's a dargo, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's too much of a Lamaisa question to, uh, <laughs> to, to get into. That's more of a tefillah issue. We have, we have to just go through the aside this, but it's an excellent question. There's many ways to say it. V'yitzak belachash. Listen, he says, he's still screaming. He's screaming belachash. You put all of your kishkas into it. Every single koyach, which a person has, every fiber of his being, like we say, If it's a aka, which is a dveikas tzaka, then it'll be belachash. If it's, if it's a true tzaka, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be loud. A person scream out loud, if he's being harassed by, by a foreign enemy, he may scream out loud because... Because he, he's crying out for help. But a person can come to a place where there's a tza'aka believe, which is a tza'aka bedveikas. Not, not all tza'akas are the same. But it's a tza'aka bedveikas. That could be balash. And also, it's something which is, speaking of lemaisa, it's, it's much more lemaisa. Like, in many shuls, you know, that unfortunately, there's not, there's not a chinach in what it means to daven the kol ram. But the Talmud of Hashem is a very important Indian. Not that it has to be screaming like in Carlin Stolen, but it means Bakol Ram. It shouldn't be like a library. The base, base Knesset, the base manager is not a library. I remember I was once in, in a shul in, in Queens and, and when we lived there, and, and I was davening like, Mamash, a little bit Bakol Ram. And I got such a, such a still. Somebody screamed at me for davening. I, I didn't think that they were talking to me, so I kept going. And I, I couldn't imagine somebody would be doing that to me. And then it happened twice already, three times, and he let me have it. And I was like, I can't believe it. I, t- I looked at the rub and he saw what was going on and he just turned away. I was like, I, I was like asking him, like, is this, is this really the mahalach in, in the show? Like, it has to be quiet? Like, you're not allowed to be, you know, it's well like this? Yeah, it's, it's just that the person's own, um, I, the person's own ability to, to connect to the words that he's saying requires, you can't have any outside disturbance. So, you're, you're, somebody else's davening, which is helping them, is... Yeah. It's like yeah. when you're, the, the, well, the, you're listening to a radio station, or yeah. you're listening to something, you can't really pay attention to it if somebody's talking. So, so that's where you're supposed to remove yourself from the Scottish <laughs> world, if you don't hear the next guy. I'm saying, oh. that's the, that's the, that's the, that, 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 that's... Okay. Because the current is Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's a it's a nice limit but but uh, you, know. you can't concentrate on what you're doing because yeah, it's true. But the truth is that a person's tefillah shouldn't stare at another person's tefillah so much. It's, In Islamic, it wasn't it was it wasn't yeah. Uh, yeah. It wasn't on that madrigal. Right, right, yeah, yeah. But it, it's something to be said that that if there's an understanding in in, in the show, like Baruch Hashem, we have on Shabbos, you know, there's a, there's a nice kol kol psukidizim on Shabbos in our show. And, you know, but it it should be like you know that should be. It should be a different. It should be. A, a, it's not like stalking. Right? No, it's not. It's a chenat. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 
You know, if you go into these places where, where, where the people, they come and they dive in the Quran, you feel like it's a different feel. You feel yeah, like it. What? They what? It's an hour and a quarter. So an hour and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. They haven't met most many places. They have. In Balatanya, we'll get to it. Then it's more of a of a tefillah discussion, like Ma'isa. But but Balatanya said, like even during the week, it should be forty minutes an hour. Look at the Zimra. It's, you know, in, we don't, of course we don't do that. But I mean, the Mishabura says you should be counting them and counting the words like you're counting coins. It's, it's something which is more of a, of a tefillah here. But he says Bekol Koyche. This is very important. He said. The more that a person unlocks his koiches, that he's that that nekuda hapnimi, is that he's giving that over to Rabbi Yisrael. There's not a fire in his being which, he, which he's holding back from Hashem. Everything belongs to you. I'm giving you all of my koiches. That's nechla on his pashas agashmias. Like you look at this top of our we're going to delve into this a little bit. What it means b'kol koichai. Shemati b'shem is from the Aramayer. I heard the following thing. Once there was a Chacham Hadar. He asked him about the Indian of Tzvila. He said, Where do you do with your thoughts during Tzvila? So look what he said. I attach myself to, all of, to every single Niver in this world to their Chayim. It's a very high Daga. Whatever this means, he says, I connect myself to the life force within every being, and, and I attach myself to it, and I bring it as a dibur before Hashem, in order to, to be ma'amik in my she'el Again, not everything we're going to understand about tefillah. So he said, if that's the case, you're going to destroy the world. You're taking everybody's chiyus away and bringing it up to Hashem. You're going to leave them in the shrine. You're killing everyone. He said back, So, so he asked the Hashem Tov. So, so, is it possible? Is it possible that I, that that I that I could do that? That I can actually kill them? If you if you think that you can't, then what are you doing with your davening? Meaning, as soon as you think, until now you were good. You were elevating every form of Hashem. And now I'm telling, and then, and then, and now you're, you're retracting, you're saying it's not possible. So what's the balance? So the Bashem Tov told them what to do. Amnam Ha'emes Kainhu, skip a couple lines, because we spoke out that. He said, Kevin Shalai so you don't believe them. Amnam Ha'emes Kainhu, Chachamamitim, but the truth is, is that it says in Pasuk in Daniel, Asher Koyach Behem La'amayit Beheichal HaMelech. Tfidah is what's called. The Zayar says Dutz Laisa. This is for maybe a different Yisrael. We'll talk about Tzvila, what it means. You're right. You have to do it. You have to take their Chiyas and elevate with your Chiyas their Chiyas before Hashem. So why is there not everything, everything just disintegrate, everything die? So the Hashem told him, There's a secret called, like it says in, in the Navi Yechezkel by the Markava, that the chayas, which refers to the chayas of the, the malachim, but the Tzvarim will say, ha-chayis, the chayim goes, ratzavashayu, back and forth, to those who are masculine, know what I mean. There's an Indian called ha-chayas ratzavashayu. Now, what does that mean for our madriga? Ha-chayas ratzavashayu in davening. To take all of our chiz for Kodesh Baruch Hu, that's called ratzay. Now, what's the shayv? Let's take a look at the next marmakom. Noida me'habal shemtav, sheha'odam al yedei diburo yoytzim in ha 
Like it says in Pasuk, Nafshi When we daven before Hashem, we're giving over our Chayim, nothing less. But because we're doing it through Torah and Tefillah, you give a Kaddish Baruch Hu the Chiyas you have now, and He gives you a better one and a new one. As the secret of the Pasuk says, there's an exchange which is taking place during davening. That I'm giving, I woke up with a certain Chiyas today. Hashem says, this is for you. This is who you are. And we come before Kaddish Baruch and we say, nah, we don't want this. This which you give to us, we give to you. And Hashem says, oh, you're giving this to me? I'll give you something better. That's what happens during Davin. An exchange. Okay, so we don't have time to get into Alta and the Inyanim and how that works, what that means, but we're talking about the Yisaitis and the Oymik of Tefillah. Shamati Oymim Sharav the next Ma'amakom, of Gershon Kitavar, he once said to the Basham Tav HaKadosh, B'zeh HaLashan, Kozman, he wrote them in a letter. Kozman sha'atatuchal oid b'tfilalayma barach atah b'vesaincha. As long as you can even say the words barach atah and you're conscious of it, teidak yadayin lehigat at kavana. You don't know what it means kavana. You don't know what it means kavana. This is kavana. Ki kol kach tzarech adam lehios b'hispashas. A person is required during the Avon Hashem asks of us to have so much hispashas. We have no way even to say the words anymore. That we give him our chiyas so much that even that chiyas which it would take for us to say the words, we don't even have that anymore. So by the time you come to the end of davening, you can't even talk. That's how much we have to give to Rabbi Shalom. Let's continue. This is from Tzavah Sarivash. Yachshev Kedem HaTfilah you think it's going to lighten up? It doesn't. <laughs> the Basham says before davening, a person has to prepare himself to die in that tzvila because of his kavana. There are those who are mechavin so much that, that with two or three words they would expire. If a person contemplates that, he, he thinks to himself, how can I have any gaiva, any pinyas during davening? If I'm ready to give up my life after two, three words, if I accept that upon myself, if I contemplate that before davening, how would I have any distractions, any gaiva, any pinyas during this davening? And look what he writes here. It's absolute chesed and anais that a person lives after his davening. I mean, for the Bashanta, of course. It's an absolute nais that we're still alive after davening. Is this connected like the union of a carbon? Absolutely. That that's exactly right. Feel is in place of carbon. Absolutely. Namely, Melech, all the tzaddikim talk about that. Absolutely. And again from Savar Sarivash, Zachesed Godomi Hashem Yisbarach Shadam Chai Achar Tfila. Shalafi Derech Hateva, Hayul Lamus Machmas Shemafsid Koychai. He has no Koychas left. Kinasan Koychabat Fila Kol Kach, Mikoyach Kavanas Hagdela Shumachavin. It's not because of the Kavanas of the Arizal. Of course, that helps, but it's, that's not the reason why. He puts every single ounce of Kavana into his Tfila, every single, he's ready to die. It's a nice and a chesed that he's alive. But the pshat is that he does die. But he gets a new chiyas from HaKadosh Baruch. It's called Hachayas Ratzavashayv. That's the chesed, that Hashem gives him a new chayas. We mentioned in, 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 by the Malav Malka more than once already, that there were some tzaddikim, like the Stralisker and others, that they would say goodbye to their families before Shachars. Every single day. They would say, you know, 
I love you. I'll miss you. If, I, if you don't see me, if I don't come back from this morning, Shachris, so, you know. It's because it's avening. The mice and They did. Every morning. Huh? Yeah, there were some who did, yeah. yeah they didn't know. They, they, were, they went every day to be Moise Nefesh. And they didn't know where HaKadosh Baruch Hu was going to be B'chayim or not. Of course, we say, There's a certain Rabbi Munasecha that a year wakes up with that he's going to dive in this way and Hashem is going to give him Meschias back just like he did in the nighttime. They come in with a certain Bitochen, but you don't know. At the end of the day, you don't know. And they say goodbye every morning. They don't know if they're going to be back. Okay, Ad Khan Hispashis Agashmias. Kavana Hispashis Agashmias. What to think about in terms of the Hasagas of the Tamid of Hashem Tov and living a life of Tila. So when the Davan Malach says, Ahadul Hashem Chayai, Tila Lakel Chayai, Tila is my life. You understand what it means, Tila is my life. It's not something which we do just for an hour a day. I mean, the whole day revolves around this, this moment called Tila. If I, if I eat this, then what's going to be with my Tila? If I do this, if I say this, then how am I going to daven? Everything was a cheshbin because of this moment of tefillah, this Indian of Mesir Snafesh. Tefillah is only the expression of that. In other words, right. the Melch is I need tefillah. My whole being is tefillah. The actual thing of the words is just an expression of it. It's, right? Yes, yeah, it's It can also be an expression of it. Other things that you do during the course of the day can also be an experiment. Right, right, right. But, that, but that, that's a shot. The tefillah is something which is, which is like the Bashamt of taught, although it's not time to, everything's is intertwined, but it really delivers its own sigil. The Bashamt of taught that tefillah is something we do all day. And, and so therefore, everything which a tzaddik does, he thinks to himself that this is an extension of my tefillah, will either help my tefillah, it's either a continuation of my tefillah, or it's, it's, it's not, in which case you don't do it because it stares the tefillah. That's right. That's right. Since the teaching of the Bar that we spoke, we didn't get to it yet. It's really more when we speak about Torah, right? the Indian of by the Masnagdim that they emphasize Torah, but the Bar emphasized something else. It has to do with why the Bar focused on Tefillah, not at the expense of Torah, but it's it's part of that Shemuz One of the next things, the uh, the last things which that Sefer Gulas Yisrael mentioned was. Was that what a person is looking for in davening is that he's going to be lit on fire. That there's a that that moment of tefillah that a person awakens a higher hisayrus, a higher dvekas with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, is really what the tzaddik is looking for in davening. Like we spoke, whether it's the fact that he gives over his chiyas and he gets a new chiyas. Or there's a point that a person reaches when he's Ephes Koyach, that he has no Koyach. So the Kajrochu says that I'm lighting you up. And I'm giving you a, a new, it could be beginning of Daven, before davening, end, middle, whatever it is. Many tzaddikah, they didn't come to Daven until they had that Nikut. I mean, they were, all the Hachanas were in order to be able to have that match set them on fire, and that's when they were ready to daven. We spoke about by the Yiddakadish. We said that the Yiddakadish, they, they knew that it was this man, Tzfilah, by the Yid. His manam were all over the place, but he, he, he knew when to daven. But they said, we knew when the rebel was going to daven, when his, when his hat stood up on his head, because his, his hairs would stand up straight, and his hat was like hovered over his head. That's when he was ready to daven. Which means to say that, that when he had this, his iris, that this fire in, in his neshama, that, that the tzaddik waits for every morning, that's considered to be the Yisrael to daven. And then he says that his davening was like minutes. As soon as it was time to shacharis, it, 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 would, it would go like that. Because he was on fire at that point. Everything was fire. 
But for the tzaddik, that's called the, the Zman Tfilah. It's not like, okay, 8 o'clock Shachris will show up and we'll But tzaddik, some tzaddikim that works, some tzaddikim that doesn't work. For many tzaddikim, it was, you can't set the Zman. Because the Zman is whenever Hashem Yisbarach says you should daven. When do I know that Hashem is telling me to daven? When He gives me that service. Take a look at, we're just going to a few more comments on, on the left column about this. This is the, the, the domestic Eliezer from Kamarna. I said, I have a Kabbalah from the Bashem. Oh, this is just another Chizik one. Right? A person is looking for a higher inspiration, and a person needs to be Besimcha Bechedva. And the reason why this is here is because it, it seems very, it seems like a, like a Marirus and a, a Marashchaira, like, you know, Mesir Stefesh, Kavana, Espash, Gashvi. It's like, it seems like we're, it, it's, it, it's taking away from the Simcha. That's not, not true. This is all, has to be. Everything in the context here is of simcha. This, by the way, is what it means to be set on fire. We're looking for a madrigad de kedusha of a chayas ruchani maskal de kedusha. Those who know the in and outs of kedusha know that there's this Indian called simcha shal mitzvah. We don't daven until we have that simcha shal mitzvah. That simcha shal mitzvah is this. It's this inspiration that the tzad gets. That fire, that is time to die. But it comes only if a person is immersed in an atmosphere of simcha. Now, about this, this is from the Magad HaKadosh. A person can't have him properly unless he feels an or makif around him. That there's a light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu which is surrounding him, which is protecting him which is encouraging him, which is that siyat of the Shema. Take a look at the next Maramakam from Savas Harivash. We can't daven properly without siyat of the Shema. And when we ask Hashem for siyat of the Shema in tefillah, it doesn't just mean that we shouldn't have machshav azaras, but the tzaddik is asking for, is for this, for this fire. We're asking Hashem for this fire. So this is from the Magad HaKadosh again. The person may begin davening and he's davening the katnas, the he doesn't, doesn't feel it. But then all of a sudden, in one moment, he becomes illuminated in neshama. We'll see what that, what that means. He goes up to the higher oilamas, like a person who goes up on a, on a ladder. Halavai, we said that we know what that means. That, of course, comes with the spashas agashmias. Send me down your light. Send me down your truth. Give me that light to lead me where you want me to go during davening. Davening is not something which takes place down here, like we said before. It's Amida means you go up to the Oilamas. But they actually were in Oilamas when they davened. But it can happen at any point that the Tzaddik will have that inspiration. A person needs to go from one madriga to the next madriga in davening. A person shouldn't waste all of his koiches in the beginning of davening. Go slow. And then in the middle of davening, you step it up, you push down the pedal. That when that dvekas starts to kick in, then, then, then the words go very quickly. Right? A person can't just expect that there should be dvekas in the beginning. But nevertheless, he still has to say the words with strength, with a power. And be machazik himself, even though he's waiting for the light, and he's like, where's the light? Where's the light? Where's the siyat of the And it's not coming. To be machazik himself. 
Hashem says, here it is. Here's the siyat of the Shemaya. They're going to be able to daven in the higher level. It's very important you saw it in the of the Basham Tov. It's not, if we go through our whole life or our whole davening, never having the moment of inspiration, so then that's, that's not the derech of the Basham The derech of the Basham Tov means that a person is doing all these things to be able to have this moment. This moment. Take a look at the next one. I'm going from the, again from the Magen from Ezrich. Is in the middle of a piece, but look at the words which he has about, about this inspiration. It's frightening. I mean, true Yerushalayim is not what a person makes himself have Yerushalayim, it's that it befalls him. That's considered to be feminine waters. It befalls a person that he's standing in the presence of the Melech. That's what it means. Like we said before, that's one of the conditions. That when you're standing in front of the Melech, you feel it. When you're standing in front of the king, you have no idea where you are. And then the Meichen come down, and then tears just start to stream from your eyes. That's how, like many stories of tzaddikim like that. Puddles of tears. They would stand. Many tzaddikim, they, this is their derech, they would stand with their eyes closed, no shuckling, no nothing. And, and their faces were on fire, and this stream of tears which is coming down their face. Streams and streams of tears of dveikas, of clothes with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Puddles under this. Puddles under kach. Look at what he says. If a person doesn't reach this inspiration, even though he thinks that he loves Hashem, a person has to enter in through this yira. Yira hu hashar la'ava. He has to enter into this Yiras Haromamas. How can you have Ava if there's no Yiras Haromamas? He's not even an Eved Hashem at all. Right? If he doesn't have Ava, and certainly if he doesn't have what's called it befalls him Yira, which means to say that he's not experiencing his Yiddishkeit, his Neshama. This is not real Avaida. He thinks that this is simcha. He thinks that this is davening. This is not real davening. despair. He should do truth to the and ask Hashem that he should teach him what it means to daven. That he should daven like a yid. Just have a few more minutes. Look at this top Malcolm on the back. This is again from the Magi from Ezrich. If a person is drowning in a river and he starts to, to, to throw up his hands in every direction to try to, try to survive, people who see that, they're not going to say, what's he, what's he dancing in the waters for? What's he doing? He looks like a lunatic. Nobody's going to say that. If you see a person davening and he's making types of tnuas like many tzaddikim do, that they make certain tnuas and movements during davening, which a person would laugh at. It's not nothing to laugh about. They're fighting for their lives. They're fighting for their lives against the machshavas which are coming in. They're fighting for their lives on the hispashas agashmias. That the Gemara says about Yakiva that he would start off in one corner of the base medrash during davening, and he would find himself at the end of the other corner. Of the you think he was conscious of that? But he was fighting against the machshavas laws, meaning the tzaddik is fighting for his life. Of course, you can laugh about people who they're making fancy tznuos and all types of things when it's just like you know that they're they think that that's called kavana. 
And many people, you know, they go like this and like this, and they're all, they're all over the place in davening, but that's the tzaddik, he, he holds himself, he composes himself, and if during davening, because of his dvekas, then things start to happen, so then that's real tenuous during davening. But many tzaddikim, they had that, and many tzaddikim were very careful that they shouldn't show any signs of any dvekas during davening. The mysterious nefesh to not, but, you know, halavai, we should have such nisyanis and have to worry about that, that shikul amongst the tzaddikim. Now take a look at this Maramokam. Again, this is from the Magad from Mezrich, where, where, where he talks about what he had said before about going up the Sulam into the higher Eilamas with, with that moment of inspiration. Look what he says here. It's almost as if he's like a tour guide. This is just to understand like the, the Dargah, the Tzaddik, and what's, what's Shaykh for us in Tzvilah. When you're ready to go up, he says, you need to know how to go by Madregas. Like on, on, on a Sulam. First, when you first go up, first go to the first Rakia, which is Mahal of Tuf Kavshana, which is 500 years to get there. Of course, it doesn't mean 500 literal years. And then distance yourself from the Rakia from all the other Ruchos. It shouldn't seem like if it's, like, if it's small or, or narrow. Make sure you stay you know, far away from the sides. Isn't this amazing? They came in Sham, and now that you're standing there, so now you're ready to go up to the next madriga, and then to go up to the next madriga. Don't try to jump all Zion Rakim in one shot. Okay, guys? <laughs> you have to go from one madriga to the next. If you're going to jump all the rungs of the ladder, you're going to fall. If you, if you start off davening well, and you're in the middle of davening, you can do it. You can make the jump. You can make the jump. When you go up from one to the next, when you get to the to the first rakia, you have to be mindful of two things. One, don't fall, and the other one is don't go too high. Since you at at the first rakia, if you go up to the next rakia, which is the end of the malachim, and then you go to the hakise, and then you come to atzilas, there you're going to have your machshava vidvekas. And when you want to go up, you should you're going to see a demus of an adam and a demus of a kelev, which are the klipas of adam hasiya. You have to be machazik yourself and don't be afraid of them. He's like he's like he's telling us he's he's somebody who who went to the animus and he's telling us what what to do, like how 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 we should go about it when we have these experiences. And he says, Sometimes a person davens, he's in a shama without a guf. He has no shaykhs to this world, to the guf, nothing. All he sees is the higher worlds, the malachim, the srafim. And then he comes to the matzilas, and then he only feels himself dak minadak. And there he says he knows Asidus, he'll know the future. And even though sometimes he knows what's going on the him and he hears all the, the cruising, you know, person is shaykh to be such madrig. The next two Mamakomas, we're not going to read inside, but they're stories. The, the middle one is a very famous story about the Basham Tavakadish that he, he was once, he was invited to come into a base medrash, into a base knesses, and he stood at the Pesach and he didn't want to go in. So, so he, he explained that he can't go in because the room is filled with Tyre and Tzvila. He said, filled with Torah Tefillah. I said, isn't that what a show is supposed to be? Shouldn't she be bustling with Torah Tefillah? So the Vashem Tov explained that, that he can't come in because the room is stuffed with Torah Tefillah, meaning that in order for the Torah Tefillah to ascend, which is what they're supposed to do, they need to have wings. But what gives wings to the words of Torah Tefillah is Yira and Ava. The Zaire says that one wing is Yira, one wing is Ava. But if there's no Yira and Ava, then they don't go up. 
So I can't walk into the room because all the tefillas are, 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 are cluttering the room. I can't, I can't walk in. So it says that he made a certain tikkun and they all went up and then he was able to come in. So we don't want that our tefillas should be stuck and should fill the room. We want that the mispalim should be able to come in. But he was able to make a tikkun for that. But the, 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 the av and the yiro, which he's talking about, is this av and yiro that, that a person, that it befalls a person. That he works in the beginning of davening in order to achieve this state of tefillah where he should be lit up with, with, with Yira and, and Ava. The final story here is that there was a Yid that he didn't have any money. And the Lashem came and he wanted to make a tikkun for him. So he said, uh, give, me, give me your wine. He was a wine seller. So he gave him his last, his last bottles of wine. And he fed the Lashem and the Tamidim. And then he gave him to drink and to eat. He had mamash, nothing left. So the Lashem said, now I need a pigeon nefesh for you to help you out. He said, pigeon nefesh? I don't have anything to give you. He said, so he, sell, he sold his couches and this and that to give him. So... He was broken. The Basham said, okay, have a good day, bye. So he gets a knock on the door a few days later, and it's a guy who says, give me some wine. So he doesn't have any wine left, so he fills the pitcher with water, and he gives it to the guy, and the guy says, oh, the most delicious wine I ever had. He said, and he gives him like these, I don't have much money, and he gives him these coins, very rare coins. Turns out, he takes it to the, to the, to, to the shulchani, what are they called? Exchange, the money exchanger. And he says, oh, these, are, these coins, they're worth a fortune. He becomes rich. Turns to the Basham and says, what, what's going on over here? He says, don't you remember that after, after I left and I left you broken, you daven mincha with such a broken heart that you mamash that? He says, the shefa was waiting for you all along. Why did I come here? Because the shefa couldn't come in until you had a lev nishbar. It was waiting for you. All the shefa was waiting. But the lev nishbar wasn't there. But as soon as you made a lev nishbar, you made a keli to be able to receive it. That's what the Masham Tov said. Many times I always say, it's oimdeh berum b'shalaylam, and it's ready to come down. But if there's no lev nishbar, if there's no kavan, if there's nothing, then, then everyone is just eking out, squeezing out the little, little, little bit which is supposed to come. But it's mitzitenu. Therefore, my ayur self said, like we're supposed to do. The shefa, it's everything is just waiting. Shem said, there's more than you want to have, and I want to give it to you. But if we internalize some of these, again, it's not so much of a lamaisa, but if from a chazak ourselves in these yanim, we'll be able to be zeichet to be shefa, be gashmas, be ruch, be